It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. I hope this finds you well. And boy, howdy, do we have another great show ahead for you guys on tap. BYU, the college football playoffs initial rankings come out this evening. What should BYU be looking for and where do I think they land? We'll talk about that. We're also going to do something a little bit out of the ordinary. I'm going to tell you about my night last night and tracking some of the rumors involving BYU in a potential game this coming weekend. Are the rumors true? What went down? What changed? We'll walk you through it. We're going to have some fun with that. And of course, we also need to talk about two new additions to BYU's recruiting class that came in the last couple of days. One of them coming last night and Bingham star Isaiah Glasker. We'll examine his commitment and of course, catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Go, as well as our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. We'll tell you a little bit more about both of those great companies here in just a little while. All right, let's waste no more time. Let's get into it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 24th, 2020. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Of course, I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I want to thank you guys once again for your continued support of the podcast. Thanks for joining us every day as we talk BYU sports. If you're just finding the podcast, I mention this all the time, so those of our longtime listeners probably can mention this or quote this verbatim. Uh, I aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each day. We aim to make you guys the most informed BYU fans out there. Whether you're talking to the water cooler with your coworkers or simply hanging out with family or friends, I want you to be the smartest Cougar fan in the room. That's my goal. That is my overarching concern doing this podcast every day. And a big thank you for joining us. All right, kicking off today's show, we're going to do something that uh, might be a little bit out of the ordinary, and it's something that I like to term and what we call in the business, pulling back the curtain a little bit. Many of you know, like I said, I work for the Zone Sports Network. I'm the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning. It's my day job. I also do this podcast. I am a media professional. I report the news, and I try to be as responsible as I possibly can be in terms of passing along information that I hear via sources and the like. Yesterday, many of you who are on social media probably saw the blow up that took place regarding BYU having players practicing yesterday when it was reported over the weekend, and I reported it myself, that BYU was planning on taking this whole week off and was not planning on playing a game. Okay, let's set the scene. About, let's say, around 3.34 o'clock, I was walking around my local Walmart in Saratoga Springs, Utah. If you're ever there and you see me, say what up. I'm happy to chat with you. But I was walking around with my, my son. We were picking up a couple of last-minute things for Thanksgiving. And spare me the, Jake, it's only Monday. Thanksgiving's on Thursday. I like to get my shopping done early 
as early as possibly can be. I'll guarantee you, though, Wednesday night, I'm probably going to be back at Walmart picking something up, but that's beside the point. Anyway, so I'm wandering around Walmart, and uh, no less than three of three of my listeners, three of my good friends I've gotten to know via this podcast, messaged me via text message or direct message on Twitter and said, Jake, what is going on? And my response, and those of you who know who you are, I responded to you saying, what is going on? And you guys sent me some screenshots of some tweets. Uh, I guess one tweet from a sports radio host in San Diego saying that there was a chance that BYU and San Diego State could move their game up from December 12th to this coming Saturday. Okay. Well, as soon as I heard that, I'm still wandering around Walmart, tossing things in the cart, trying to balance talking with people and explaining to them what I knew slash what I was going to hopefully find out all the different things that go on. Well, the life of a media member is not very glamorous. It's a lot of phone calls and text messages. So my son and I, I'm texting back and forth with people, trying to get information, making some phone calls while we're at it, picking up the last couple of things I need to. I check out, get in my car, make some calls on my short drive home. And then when I get home, I spend the next, hmm, what, probably two, two and a half hours, essentially texting, tweeting, calling, receiving calls, just trying to figure out what was going on with BYU. It's not glamorous. I freely admit that. Knowing information is only part of the battle. Being able to vet that information and get secondary sources who can back up what you're hearing, that's a lot of what's going on. So it's a lot of making phone calls, talking to people, saying, hey, I've heard this. What have you heard? And trying to put the pieces together. I can tell you this much. There was a very real possibility that BYU could have played a game this weekend. I'm not going to say it's off the table as of this point. I will never say never. 2020 has proven to me that if you think one thing, the opposite may very well and probably will happen. So, BYU could find themselves playing a game this weekend. I do believe the fact that they practiced yesterday, and what I was told is BYU had a very legitimate belief that they were going to be playing a game this weekend or else they would not have practiced. Additionally, the reason BYU practiced yesterday, as I reported, was also to break in their new blackout helmets. As I talked about on yesterday's podcast, and if you didn't hear it, you can go back and listen to it, I gave some details on the blackout uniforms BYU will wear or is scheduled to wear against San Diego State. The only part of the equipment deal on that that needed to be purchased was the blackout helmets as most of those were sold off when BYU last wore the blackout uniform. So they're brand new helmets and you need to wear them to get used to them. You have to break them in. It's like a mitt, a brand new baseball mitt. You have to break it in so it feels comfortable. So BYU accomplished two things. Began preparations for a potential opponent, a potential game this coming weekend, and also started breaking in those blackout helmets. It served two purposes. Now, As I was talking with people, my belief and everything I was working on was, okay, San Diego State legitimately going to show up here in Provo this weekend to get the game in. Might I interject here? I would love to see that game be played this weekend. I don't know what's going to happen with COVID in the next two to three weeks. BYU scheduled to play that game on December 12th. Well, with the fact that Fresno State had their game against San Diego State canceled this weekend... I would have been totally in favor of San Diego State calling BYU and saying, you know what, we'll come to Provo this weekend. Can we move that game up? Get it out of the way. Get it in. That's your 10th opponent if you're BYU. And you can be 10-0 and really 
make, I think, a big statement that you've played double-digit games, you've won double-digit games at this point, and then you have the entire month of December, the 5th, the 12th, and the 19th, to add what you would call a quote-unquote big fish opponent potentially. I think it makes complete sense. Well, as I started digging more and more into this, all of a sudden, I got a message from somebody that I trust implicitly on matters like this, one of my favorite sources, who said, Jake, San Diego State ain't the opponent BYU's chasing. It's Washington. And my response was, what are you talking about? We just spent a whole afternoon slash evening yesterday (laughs) dealing with Washington and the repercussions of everything that was going on. Well, I was told, you know what? That's what's happening. And as the more I dug into it, the more smoke there was. What it came down to and what I have been told is that BYU could not get the guarantee that that game against Washington would not be canceled. They couldn't get a contract that would guarantee a game. That game still could have been canceled under what Washington was proposing to BYU and BYU countered and whatnot. BYU, all they wanted was a guarantee that the game would be played no matter what. The Pac-12, Washington, whoever is the powers that be, would not guarantee it. And that pretty much ended all hopes of a game happening this weekend. Like I said, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. Of course, the San Diego State deal, I think, very much should be in play. I would recommend that Tom Homo very much explore that. The BYU players that may have left town have been returning to town for practice, etc., I'd keep them in town if at all possible because you also have concerns of players traveling home, maybe even being exposed to COVID-19, bringing the virus back to campus. All of a sudden, you have a spate of positive tests and the resulting contact tracing. Well, that seems like a bad deal to me. So pulling back the curtain a little bit, just kind of laying out how things went for me yesterday. At one point, it looked like it was the San Diego State game. Another point, it looked like Washington. At one point, I was I could have said I was 99.5% sure BYU was going to play a game this weekend. And then all of a sudden, poof, gone. Quiet as a church mouse, whatever term you want to use. And it looks like BYU will not be playing this weekend. Disappointing? Sure. But I wanted to kind of share with you guys a little bit about how things work. And 2020 has proven to me that things can work and change minute to minute. I have people going back and forth with me, sources on multiple topics during stuff like this, that it just changes literally minute by minute. So BYU did pursue Washington. I don't know how many legs the San Diego State thing has. I hope that at some point it may come to fruition. That's just my personal uh, feeling on it. I don't have anything to report on that. But just kind of an interesting evening, tracking a BYU rumor, chasing down every lead I could think of, talking with people, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's gone. It's into the wind and dead and gone. It's kind of a crazy day, but still fun all the same. The good news is I think BYU is going to learn a lot about what they may need to do moving forward with regards to the schedule, and that is going to be coming via the college football playoff debut set of rankings, which we will get this evening. If you're listening to this in the, in the evening, well, guess what? They may already be out, but we're going to talk a little bit more about that here in just a moment. I'm going to share what I think is going to happen for BYU with this initial release, where I ultimately think BYU will land and why I think it is good or bad for BYU 
with regards to wherever they land in the college football playoff. I know that sounds very convoluted. We'll try and explain it here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Built Go. Told you a lot about this company over the past couple of months since they've joined us as a sponsor. We love the Built brand of companies, guys. Built Bar, Built Go, all of them are great. My favorite part about Built Go is the fact that it is something that's meant to help you break through whatever walls you find yourselves with. Whether they're mental or physical, they want to help you guys break through. It includes all of the caffeine, the kick of caffeine you want from a five-hour energy type of a deal, but also the long-lasting energy that keeps you going. So, of course, it gets you going and it keeps you going. B vitamins, collagen protein, it's the perfect complement to your diet to give you that kick. You don't have to go drink that battery acid drink that you need to get through your day. Built Go is easy to consume, 1.5 ounce packages, three unique flavors I really enjoy, and I'm encourage you guys to check it out. You can go to BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, get 20% off your next order. Like I said, it's a great way to help yourself break through whatever walls might be holding you back. So let's go, go to BuiltGo.com to learn more about this great company and this great product. Once again, use that promo code LOCKED for 20% off your next order. So let's go with Built Go. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today that's KubotaOrangedays.com. The time has come, folks. The college football playoff rankings, the rankings that really matter, come out this evening. They'll come out around 5 o'clock Mountain Time, 7 o'clock in the East Coast. And to be honest with you guys, it doesn't take that long to reveal rankings, but ESPN sees it as a marketing opportunity, and it's an hour-long program, and we'll have comments from their chair. I'll roll on that press conference and have more for you guys on tomorrow's podcast. But these are the rankings for BYU. I think they're going to really determine what BYU does with regards to scheduling another game this season. Of course, as it stands right now, BYU has an opening this weekend. The following weekend, speaking of next weekend, a week from Saturday, December 5th, and then also December 19th. I can tell you this much, kind of going back to what we talked about just a little bit ago. BYU is intent on adding a game at some point. If they can get games, two more, sure, they'd go for it. But the biggest thing is BYU, I really think at this point, wants to add another game. I think tonight and these college football playoff rankings will go a long way to determining what kind of opponent BYU adds. If they find themselves on the outside the top 12, which, as I've said previously on this podcast, but break it down for you here, traditionally in the run that the college football playoff has had, if you want to make a New Year's Six Bowl game, you need to be inside the top 12 in the final rankings. If BYU finds themselves, stunningly in my opinion, outside the top 12 tomorrow night, well, guess what? If I'm Tom Homo, I'm on the horn with the Pac-12, the Big 12, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 10, whoever will take my call to get a big-name opponent on the schedule because apparently you need to make a bigger impact. If you end up, let's say, around 10 or inside the top 10, well, you're sitting pretty if you're BYU, and adding a G5 opponent isn't the worst idea. As I said, 
Everything I have heard is that BYU wants to add an opponent, but tonight's college football playoff rankings, this debut of the rankings that will get weekly in the run up to announcement day on December 20th, BYU, I think, needs to wait out, as we heard was reported. They're waiting to find out where they stand with these rankings, and that will determine a lot of how they go about pursuing things. I do believe that BYU has every intention of giving them the best opportunity to make the New Year's Six, if not the college football playoff. Do I think the New Year's Six is in play? Absolutely. The college football playoff, it's still a stretch for me. Tonight, if BYU suddenly finds themselves at, let's say, six or seven in the rankings, you're like, oh, maybe the college football playoffs more of a legitimate opportunity for BYU than I thought they were. We're going to find out about that, but I really did like what Tom Homo put out yesterday morning with regards to the Washington rules, Washington rumors, excuse me, and I think it holds true for what exactly BYU is going about. So I'll read the statement here if you haven't seen it already. It said, quote, we remain open to exploring options to add football games and have been throughout the season. In that exploration process, there are a variety of factors that need to be considered, including location, prep time for the game, the chances of the game being played, the testing protocols that are in place, and what the game would do for our resume. At this point of the season, having played nine games and being nationally ranked, we are involved in discussions for po- for possible matchups with other teams on common open dates for the benefit of both teams, unquote. That's the right way to go about it if you're Tom Homo. Take a measured approach. You will not kowtow to the ridiculous demands that maybe some conferences like the Pac-12 have put out there. There's no reason to put yourself out there and really just say, well, we need the game, so we're just going gonna to do whatever you want us to do. BYU's got leverage, folks, and the national media may not like it, but guess what? The Cougars don't give a flying you-know-what about the national media. They see an opportunity to be nationally relevant, accomplish something they haven't done in a very long time, well, ever technically, because the college football playoff and the national, uh, the New Year's Six Bowl games, that's something BYU hasn't touched in many, many years. So this is a massive, massive opportunity for the BYU football program, and I don't expect them to put themselves in any way, shape, or form to put that at risk. There's no reason to. Nor should they think, you know what, we need to beg and plead to have another game on the schedule against a Power 5 team. Like I said, if BYU finds themselves outside the top 12, that could go a long way, long way to determining where BYU goes about scheduling. They find themselves inside the top 10, well, you're sitting pretty. As long as you stay inside the top 10, in my opinion, you don't feel like you're on any pressure of being pushed outside the top 12, man... You're on easy street if you're the BYU football program, which leads me to what you guys are probably all waiting for. Jake, give us your prediction. Where do you think BYU checks in the national polls? Well, I'm actually going to call in uh, the the help of a national expert, and that's Jason Kirk, formerly of SB Nation, now working with the Moon Crew. They do a great job over there writing about college football from a unique perspective. But Jason Kirk, they have their top whatever list they send out on their newsletter every Monday. And yesterday, number 10 on the list said playoff prognosticating in a year such as this by Jason Kirk. And he uses the Massey composite rating, which is a combo of dozens of rankings. He said, I have found the Massey composite to be a useful, rough predictor of the playoff rankings. And this is a little bit stunning how it shook out here. Number one, Alabama. No surprise. Number two, Clemson. No surprise there either. Number three, Notre Dame. Number four, Ohio State. 
I think any BYU fan, any rational college football fan could predict those top four. Now here's where it gets weird and strange and kind of fun if you're a BYU fan. Number five, Cincinnati, two spots higher than the AP poll currently. Number six, the Brigham Young University Cougars, two spots higher than where they sit in the AP poll. And as Jason said, and I've, I've went back and I've looked at this and I've believed in his thoughts on this in the past, is yeah, the Massey composite ratings tell you a lot about this. If BYU and Cincinnati find themselves 5-6 in these rankings tonight, if you're a BYU fan, you're, you're ecstatic. I think it's going to be a little lower for BYU. I really think they're going to check in right around where they're ranked in the national polls, 8, 9, or 10. I really think that's where BYU is going to land. Call me a dreamer, call me a homer, call me what you will, but that's where I think the Cougars check in. If they check in at number six, well, guess what? Boy, howdy, the college football playoff, it is a legitimate possibility at that point if you just keep winning. And if I'm BYU, you add whatever games you can to stay nationally relevant. Like I said, if you end up outside the top 12, then BYU probably starts looking for a nationally ranked opponent like a Cincinnati, maybe a Power 5 team, to bolster their national uh, rep with the college football playoff committee. It's in the hands of, I think it's 13 members of the college football playoff committee. They will put out their rankings. We'll break it down on tomorrow's podcast and stay tuned for that because we'll have a full reaction to that and comments from their chair, etc. about everything going on with BYU and of course the college football playoff rankings overall. So there you go. Some of my thoughts on that coming up here in just a moment though. Two new additions to the BYU recruiting class for the 2021 recruiting season. We'll talk about them, and of course, we'll catch up on some of the other news and notes when it comes to BYU football here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at All Guard Pest Control. Guys, I tell you a lot about this company, but I mean it when I say it. This is the best company if you need pest control services. A lot of people this time of year, especially with 2020 going on, the pandemic hammering people around the country, well, they're talking about buying local. Well, guess what? All Guard Pest Control, it's a local pest control company here in the state of Utah that would love to be your preferred pest control partner. They offer both residential and commercial pest control services. So no matter what you need, they can scale up or down to fit your needs. Seth Baird is the owner, huge BYU fan, one of the most diehard fans I know. And I know a lot of you are diehards, but Seth is right up there with them. He is a dyed-in-the-wool BYU guy, and he would love to help you guys out with your pest control needs. If you have anything you need with regards to pest control, and many of you do and you may not know it, feel free to give All Guard Pest Control a call. It's 801-851-1812 is their phone number. They're happy to help you anytime they possibly can help you out. And also, don't forget to check them out online if you want to learn more about them. It's All Guard Pest Controls with an S, allguardpestcontrols.com. Great company, guys. They do great work. They take care of my home. I hope you will trust them to take care of yours as well. That's All Guard Pest Control. Once again, their phone number, 801-851-1812, or check them out online now at allguardpestcontrols.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. 
All right, as you round out this Tuesday edition of the podcast, a tease ahead for tomorrow. Of course, BYU is expected to, I guess I should say first off, to open their basketball season, speaking of Mark Pope's squad, tomorrow evening against Westminster. They'll follow that up Thursday night with the Thanksgiving showdown against New Orleans, and then Saturday night, host crosstown rival UVU. So a full week ahead, a full weekend ahead, I guess, of BYU basketball. We'll preview the season on tomorrow's podcast, give you some of my thoughts heading into that season an opener and like I said the hope is that they play everything Mark Pope has said is that BYU is healthy they haven't had a positive test so far of course up at the University of Utah they've had to pause all activities they're not going to play their season opener Friday night against New Orleans Uh, there are other programs all over the country who are having to pause activities Here's hoping that all goes well for BYU and they can get everything off the ground and rolling. And like I said, we'll preview that on tomorrow's show. All right, let's talk a little recruiting here before we go on today's show. Two new commits in the past, uh, I guess we would say week or so. First one came late last week, and that was the commitment of Sione Hingano from Chandler, Arizona. The powerhouse that is the Chandler Wolves produces another great prospect for BYU. I didn't know much about Hingano before he got an offer and committing to BYU. He says he calls BYU his dream offer. This is a kid who's a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And watching his film, I have to say I'm quite impressed. He has got this frame, it looks like the skill set to really become, I think, a guy who can develop into a very nice offensive lineman for BYU. Yes, it will take polish to get the diamond that they're seeing in the rough. Speaking of the BYU staff with regards to Hingano, but you can see the building blocks this kid has. He's got the frame, six foot five or six six, depending on where you look, 280 pounds. You like long, lean frames that you think, hey, you know what? We can add weight to that. We can transform this kid's body. And as he continues to develop, I really do think this is a young man who is very worth the gamble when it comes to recruiting and offering him. He had no other FBS offers that I am aware of after receiving the offer from BYU, and he pounced on it very quickly. I don't blame him one bit. If you know where you want to be, commit and become a member of the Cougars, and I look forward to seeing Hingano suiting up for BYU. I would expect after a mission, but I don't know if he has definite mission plans. Then yesterday came the news that Bingham High School prospect right here in the state of Utah, Isaiah Glasker, has committed to BYU. This is a young man, folks. I call high school football games for Deseret News Rewind. I did my first season this past year, and it was an absolute pleasure. And I had the chance to call a couple of Bingham High School football games, and one of the best athletes without fail on the field every night when I saw Bingham play was number 12, Isaiah Glasker. This is a kid, when you see him walk off the bus... You're like, okay, that kid's an athlete, and he truly is. He was their star wide receiver for Bingham, and of course, Bingham has sent two receivers to BYU in recent years. You may have heard of them, Braden Cosper, as well as Dax Milne. Dax, more of the standout as a walk-on. But Isaiah Glasker, folks, it looks like, based on everything I've heard, he mentioned Preston Hadley as the coach that he had really uh, come close to. Well, Preston Hadley is BYU's safeties coach. And Isaiah Glasker, folks, six foot five, 195 pounds. BYU believes that he can become a tall, rangy safety at BYU despite being six foot five. I think this is a great, great pickup for BYU. If it doesn't work out on the offensive, excuse me, the defensive side of the ball as a safety, 
BYU can move him over to the offense. He's got plenty of speed. I, I've seen him at high point balls. I've seen him run past defenders at the high school level. I think he can be a very effective player for BYU, but I am extremely excited to hear that it looks like f- that he'll be suiting up on the defensive side of the ball for BYU to begin his career. Uh, it sounds like he has mission plans, and obviously you could play a year and go, or if he decides to go right out of high school, regardless. Whenever Isaiah Glasker suits up in BYU blue and white, I'm excited to see it. And I do think at six foot five, 195 pounds, he's got the frame to add some weight. And I really think he'd become that tall, rangy, free safety type of player who can just play center field and just wreak havoc for opposing offenses. I like both of these pickups. I think both of them are guys who are going to need some polish. But you know what? I think Kalani Sitake and his staff have proven over the past few years that, you know what? They find those guys who are those quote-unquote diamonds in the rough, and they bring the best out of their players. They do a great job with player development. We're seeing it with this year's squad, and there's no reason to believe that can't continue with the likes of Siona Hingano as well as Isaiah Glasker. So congratulations to both of them on adding their names to BYU's recruiting class for 2021. And here's hoping that everything goes according to plan for them as Cougars down the road. All right, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of the show. A big thank you once again. I'm grateful to all of you who have supported this podcast. It truly means a lot to me when you guys send out your well wishes and say, hey, I listen every day, etc. It makes my day to hear that, and I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 24th, 2020, and we will talk to you guys manana. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.